he'll be on holidays, but yeah. Oh, yes, he'll be. I'm trying. What do you want to see? Do you want to see me in my in my teenage? You're looking for photos. You of me. absolutely shredded. I wouldn't say I was absolutely shredded. Now you're a big boy. I wasn't a big boy. I was in good Ripped. shape. Ripped. I want. I'm more interested in finding a picture when I'm in fifth year, when it was the Jersey Shore days, where it was all about the low V top. Sorry, we're talking about this because we're going through old the wanted songs. And um, just some absolutely great songs. It was of a time, that fashion. The low cut, the low V tops. Oh yeah, you get them in Top Man. Yeah. They would do a new look deal. New look really isn't a thing for lads anymore. Neve, would you have been attracted to men in V neck? No. No. Swift no. Absolutely. Firm no. Firm no. What do we swift. think about the Peter Pan boots? Right absolutely there, I am. No. no. I'll, I'll screenshot now. There we go. Go on, put so. it in the WhatsApp group so we can all Okay, look. here we go. This is the best shape I've ever been in. Are you topless? Yes, and two days after this photo was taken... You were sick. I got horrendously sick, ended up in hospital, and I've been on tablets ever since. Never been the same. Okay, this is the best I've ever been in. Here we go. You ready for that? Holy moly, Graham. Yeah. Graham Michael Owen O'Toole. Yeah, isn't that sad? Look at you, oh. tanned as well. Oh, well, I was on holiday. That was. Can you do something for me? Get months. a good bit of colour when you're away on holiday. It's 10 degrees in Nashville. I've always, right now. Graham, you look so much healthier. I know, but with a tan. What do you want me to do? Go to the beds. Do you remember when you came back from Vancouver do years you remember? ago? He was there for three months. Neve, the most tanned I've ever seen someone. Really? Honestly, ah, I was, look, I was looking great. You were so tanned. I've never seen you. Nothing beats a good ale tan. Oh, you look healthier. Mm. Um, Graham, do you mind just playing a song off my computer? Go on. Um, means a lot to me. We're speaking about the wanted. Yeah, you're up there. Let's not ignore Union uh, J. Here, guys. Here we go. Low V. Got a low V. I got a low V. Yeah. This is great going through memory lane. This is a few years beforehand now. Can you hear this Union J in the background yet? Do you know this song, Graham? Nope. Oh, the low V. Low V. I love the low V. Rocking it. Love the low V. That's a nice fitted low V. Bit of space around, not painted. Oh, sprayed on. I had, I had a couple that were painted on. God, those are the days. Just, just up it up for the course here. Sorry. Here we go. Here we go, everyone. Nah. Not for me. Not for me. You have to try. No. Pick it up, it's a beautiful, beautiful That's actually offended me. No. Beautiful. I'd actually prefer God, I, I prefer I prefer Rixton. I that. want to be in a boy band. <laughs> I would prefer it's Rixton. Too late to be in a boy band. Oh yeah, you couldn't be in a boy band. Why not? Too old. I've often thought I'm too tall to be in a boy band. Um, I'm too tall. You, no, well, you, you need, need to be able to dance. But my counter argument, you don't actually. One Direction never danced. Yeah, fair. I could sit down. I, I couldn't stand with my bandmates because I'd be too tall. And it's not a look in a boy band. Yeah. You don't want one bean pole at the back. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm sat down, you would never know. I told Nathan yesterday that I went through a phase when I was younger where I just really wanted to be famous. Mm. So I was going to get singing lessons, but never did it. So well, just... your profile is going to go up now next yeah. week because you're driving the desk, of oh. course. <laughs> Here's something. Driving the desk. i got to stop saying that. Just pressing the buttons. Yeah. Driving the desk makes no sense, really. It was my anniversary of being in the musical theatre. <laughs> uh, it was like three years ago. or wow. f- Actually, four years ago. But um, I would take these singing lessons in the class once a week I greatly improved my singing voice it actually is something that you work on projection isn't it yeah Yeah. but you can do you know when people say oh I'm getting singing lessons I'm always like no that's your voice go on cannot improve what did you learn and how can I because I'm notoriously a horrendous singer okay let's do a warm up Mm -hmm. okay repeat this repeat this La 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 Horrible, both of you horrible. Okay, next. Let's keep it. I don't want to do warm-ups, I want to learn lessons. We've just lost all our listeners. Yeah. 
Knock on my window, knock on my door. I okay. Wanna make you feel beautiful? What, to what am I? What am I learning? Mimicking me, because okay. I'm an I'm a. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> I, I, guys, I, yeah. Knock on my window, knock. Ronky, <laughs> give me the key. Just turn off. Knock. It's tap on my window, by the way. Okay. <laughs> yes, Neve. More of that next week. Absolute Friday. Call him out. Tap. Tap. Tap on my window. Tap on my window. Too high. Tap on my window. Tap on Tap my window. On my knock door. on my door. Tap on my window. Knock That's on it. my door. Wanna make you feel beautiful. Oh, Come on. <clears throat> Tap on my window. <laughs> That was great. Wasn't it? <laughs> oh. Okay, none of that. None of that next week. More of that. More well, of that. Spoken that can, you do, can you do a long sentence in the. Hello, my name is Nick. Hold on. Okay, they're doing that for the final link. Okay, oh, hold on. Wow. Enjoy, enjoy the show. This is the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. The man I am doing the show with has turned into a fluffy chicken. He yeah. is covered with fluff. Yeah, I didn't realise, and no one told me until about two hours into me being in the office that I've got fluff all over me. It's because I, you're not the most approachable guy yeah, in enough. the world. <laughs> I, I'm wearing a jumper that I haven't worn in so long, and apparently there's just fluff on the inside. You have a bit of fluff on your chest. I do. It's I'm a navy bit of fluff. And I got a haircut, so it's all caught on my hair. But look... It's the moment you've all been waiting for. Last night I sat down for 40 minutes and I watched... Yes! The Elephant Whisperers. What did you think? Nathan said it was the greatest thing he's ever watched. We got a listener on yesterday called Sam said 10 out of 10. Mm. Orla said 8.5. Yeah, 8.5 trunks out of 10. I genuinely think I'm a different person after watching it. I've got an A4 sheet of notes about the documentary from Netflix last night. Oh my God, the font size is so small. We'll go through it next on FM 104. This is Duke Dumont. Ask me what I did with my life. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Duke Dumont and Jax Jones, I got you on 104 Drive. With Graham and Nathan. I tell you, you got me excited over here. I didn't think you would do it. I thought you would ignore my pleas. But a couple of days ago, I told you that I watched a phenomenal documentary on Netflix called The Elephant Whisperers. It's really emotional journey. It takes 40 minutes And it's about these two people that work at an elephant sanctuary and they adopt a baby elephant called Ragu. Yeah, you were going on about it for a while and uh, the last time you recommended me to watch an animal documentary, it was My Octopus Teacher, which I hated. I found it odd and I didn't like it. Well, you got sexual undertones (laughs) from it and I didn't. I just thought it was a platonic friendship. So when you said to watch this, I was like, no, I am fine. Thank you very much. But a couple of people messaged the show. They watched it on your recommendation. We had Orla come on. She said it was fantastic. Sam also came on, gave it 10. Elephant Trunks out of 10. Producer Neve watched it. Yeah, you gave it how many Elephant Trunks? Was it about eight, I think? Nine, I think it was. Nine. Fair play, nine. It also led me to want to wash an elephant in the future. Yeah. How's that going, Producer Neve? Uh, it's still in the works. No update yet. <laughs> yes, I think we've been blacklisted oh. from Dublin Zoo. <laughs> yeah, we have emailed Dublin Zoo. Yeah. And they have got back with mm-hmm. an interest in talking to somebody, yep. but dodged the question of Nathan washing an elephant. But I'm not giving up yet. Don't okay. give up. Right. I watched it last night. Okay. Okay. Break it down for me. I made my dinner. I was sitting down at the table. Claire wasn't home yet. So oh. I said, what do you think you wanted Claire to watch Yeah, it? I really wanted Claire to watch it. Well, she's bet into Drive to Survive at the moment. You ain't getting her to watch anything else. So I sat down to watch it with my dinner. Here are my positive parts of my elephant whispers oh you shouldn't have any negative parts but okay very nice story I enjoyed it I thought the angle of going to these two people in India who adopt baby elephants who get separated from their pride fantastic story and the closeness of it too really enjoyed the two protagonists the the man and the woman and I liked how the elephants represented the people that they lost in their life and how they've kind of replaced them with that and 
Um, yeah, and I thought it was also very well shot. Really well shot. Very emotional. Yeah, yeah it was. And look, the negatives. Could have been done in 20 minutes. What? What did I actually learn in it? <laughs> I learned most of everything I was going to learn in the first 10 minutes. Then there was the inevitable thing that happened that I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. There was an addition of someone? Uh, there was another elephant came in, yeah. Oh, okay. But then the thing spoiler. happened... Th- 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 literally, this is not a spoiler thing. This isn't a spoiler. But the, something happened that I won't say. You could see it coming a mile off. I couldn't. I knew it was coming. Uh, what about a wedding? Gorgeous wedding? Mm. Yeah, the wedding was nice. I've seen better episodes of David Attenborough. Oh, my. That's all I'm saying. I would have learned more. And uh, Did you not learn something yeah. about elephants, about how emotionally intelligent they are and how they enjoy drinking warm milk in the evening time? I enjoyed when the woman got Amu, which I think was the name of the other elephant, mm. to lie down beside her near the end. Wasn't that incredible? I thought it was beautiful. How do you teach an elephant to do that? The big problem was it was bigged up too much. You literally said, and you're a man who's into film and into movies, Mm. the best thing I've ever watched. Yes. I was like, "Ah." I I said it it did something to me. It stirred an emotion. 20 minutes it could have been done. 20 minutes. The big question I have to you. Yeah. Did you cry? No. And I cry at things. I cry at the weirdest things. I didn't cry. I couldn't get emotionally invested in it. That is so odd. It, It was strange. Because for me... I cried. I watched it by myself. I wouldn't have cried probably if Becca was there mm. because I haven't cried in front of her yet. Oh, and I kind of feel like you haven't cried in front of Becca. Not really. She's no. your fiance. No, I know. Is everything okay? Uh, look, I think <laughs> things are well, but you'd have to ask her. I think you need to talk to someone. But when I cried by myself watching the documentary, I cried so much that I stood in front of the mirror to see what <laughs> I looked like. That's a psychopath. And I looked a bit. <laughs> I looked a bit like an elephant. <laughs> And I wasn't naked. I I really enjoyed it. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. I am not saying that Mm, at all. I'm saying it could have been shorter. I think it was bigged up too much. I'm giving it six elephant trunks out of ten. Oh, you are made of stone, sir. But is there anything better than being by yourself watching something and having a great cry? Ah, And no no one's going to comment on you crying. This is a cry for help. (laughs) (laughs) That is off the mall on 104 Drive. You're listening to the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Eliza Rose, baddest off them all on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Graham, when you're off, I'm going to call that song Bota because written there are just the letters B-O-T-A and I won't be able to say the full sentence. It will be fun. Friday to Friday. Nathan O'Reilly. The Nathan O'Reilly show. Yes. It has a ring to it. New jingles. We were talking about the Netflix documentary, The Elephant Whisperers. Nearly forgot it. And uh, you're obsessed with it, Nathan. And on the back of that, you want to wash an elephant. Yeah, because so much in the documentary is them washing elephants. It looks spiritual. It looks emotional. And I really want to do it. It's on my bucket list. Producer Neve has already contacted Dublin Zoo. It's in the works. Uh, we don't know if they're dodging the question. They said, yeah, you can talk to somebody in the zoo. I don't really want to talk. <laughs> I want to bathe in the water with elephants. But Noel, you've washed an elephant, have you? Did indeed in January. It was absolutely amazing. Oh, what's it like? Break it down for me, Noel. So, so they bring you in and tell you all about the elephants that they saved. So the, these were coming from like people that were abusing them. Or they're totally against now, um, like, uh, tourists getting on top of them because it's, it's not natural to them. Mm. So these are, these are now buying these elephants off these people and putting them back in kind of their natural environment. Mm. So it was, everything was nice and controlled. They told us about, like, matching pairs. And then they, they basically then showed what sort of foods and how much food per day they show us how to feed them and then we get them then to feed them and then it comes to the washing part and I have to say it was absolutely amazing because the elephants they they looked like they were just having a ball because oh. they were throwing them the muck up on themselves and then we like this they brought us one by one in and you could wash them 
and you could just see them lying and then they'd lie lie down in the water and like they would just look like they were just having a ball to be honest with that you. That is amazing. No, what does the skin feel like? Rough. Very rough. Yeah. And prickly, to be honest with you. I didn't think it'd be prickly, oh. but it rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hairs are very um uh, what's the word? Wiry. Uh, yeah, they, they're like they're they're prickly when you rub on the mud. When I was rubbing on the mud onto the elephant, it was like it was tough, and then you could the hairs and all were just so prickly. It was absolutely amazing. Even my I have a two-year-old son, and he was even in, in washing them, and oh. it was absolutely amazing. Oh, wow. Thank you so much we, for painting that picture. Yeah, we appreciate you uh, sharing your story with us. Thanks, buddy. Thanks a million, lads. Love the show. Cheers, Noel. Bye-bye. So, you may get to experience that. I just hope I'm on my holidays next week and I go on Instagram and I see you in Dublin Zoo washing an elephant. And what if I never leave? Well, then, it's the Graham O'Toole Show. Lewis Capaldi, forget me on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. 104 Drive with Frankine.ie. Good afternoon, it is Graham and Nathan. And about 10 minutes ago, we just briefly talking about a documentary that Nathan watched, and he said he started crying watching mm. it and stared at himself in the mirror crying. Yeah. And then just started another conversation about crying watching things. One thing I can't not cry at. Go on. And it's weird, because I have literal zero skin in the game. So when it comes to rugby, and when Ireland are playing rugby, and some of the... Rugby players start crying during the national anthem. Do you like, cry? Andrew Porter was bawling crying. He also had blood pouring down the side of his face as well before the game. And he was bawling crying. I start crying. You cry? I, I had a little tear in my eye. And then I remember before the French game, Sexton was really emotional during Ireland's call, of all things. And uh, I started having a tear. There's something I don't know. And I'm a football fan. Nice. Not that I don't want rugby. I don't want Ireland to win rugby. But I'm a primarily football fan not a rugby fan do you remember when Ronaldo got injured in the Euro final and there was a moth that kept appearing on his face yes he broke down in tears yeah I didn't cry but I tell you something I could (laughs) have thanks Nathan on the way next more of that to look forward to Friday to Friday when I'm on holidays (laughs) it's cello next you're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan now I drive alone past your this is 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Chilo, what's the song we're looking for? Let's do it, Chilo. Graham plays us a popular song, and all you have to do is tell us what the song is in the style of a cello. Tomorrow we will be revealing what musical instrument you will be using while I'm away in cello. We've changed it. I'm very excited. Yeah. I am so excited to tell you what musical instrument you'll be doing. But for now, what is this song? Okay, let's go to the phones. Hello, Alan. How are you? All right, Alan. How's the form today? All good. Alan Brown, are you the Alan Brown that used to play for Ireland? I am not. Oh, oh. you had a lovely left foot. I'm better. Oh, very good. Are you playing tonight <laughs> against Latvia? I, I'm not sure. Well, I haven't been told yet. Stephen hasn't told uh, me yet. Yeah, you'll be told later. What position do you play? Fox in the box. Yeah. The engine yeah. room, that's what they call oh, it. The engine room, yeah. yeah. I'm the one that, I wear the Cup Mundial boots. I'm the one, the Puma King. Oh, there'll be no fancy red or blue no, boots on no, you. No, 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 no. And do you wear shin guards? I prefer not to, but <laughs> unfortunately you have to. You'd like to leave the pitch with bruises on your shins. Uh, no, I don't I prefer not to, but uh, <laughs> if they're there, they're there. You sound like Vinnie Jones. <laughs> right. Alan, tell us, what is today's cello? Uh, a sweet child of mine. Bye. Uh, oh Jesus! No, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, this smells nice. This type of flower. Guns and roses. Can we just rock out for ten seconds? I'm sorry about that. That's all right. Not dead. We won't let it die here on FM 104. What's your favourite rock band, Alan? Uh, probably the Chili's. Yeah. Favourite Chili song? Um, hard to pick. Yeah. 
they're all pretty, pretty awesome. Oh, nearly uh, swear there. Yeah, no, no. rock and roll. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Alan, you're an absolute gentleman. Thank you very much for listening yeah. to the show and uh, have a great day. Good luck. Yeah. Good yeah. luck at the game bye. tonight. See you, brother. Yeah. Bye, bye. It's Niall Horan now with Heaven. You're listening to 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. The 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. This must be a good story. He's after taking off his jumper there two seconds ago. It is time for Nathan's oh, News. Let's party. Who wants to party with me? Thank you. Thank you, Neve. Okay, Nathan's News. Today I want to speak about Calvin Harris and Ellie Goulding. Did you know that they have a brand new song out called Miracle? Nineties vibes. Got 90s vibes. Yeah. Do you know that song? Fly on the wings of love. Fly, baby, fly. Love that song. Really enjoy that song. Who sings it? Calvin Harris and Ellie Goulding. It's called Miracle. <laughs> it's all about fly on the wings of love. XTM is the answer. Now, Calvin Harris and Ellie Goulding, they were interviewed over at the BBC. We actually, I, I think we lost out on the interview. Well, no, uh, our Zoom wouldn't work. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> so he just zoomed my father. And he loved <laughs> chatting to us. But um, Calvin Harris and Ellie Goulding, they were speaking about jobs they had before they became famous. Have mm. a listen to Calvin and Ellie. I had a job at m and I was like, you know what, maybe I should climb the ladder here. Just get, you know, I'll be a section manager or something. I want a car. <laughs> like, can I just do that? Can mm. I just not spend all my mu- money on music? So there's a universe where you are a section manager at m and right I'm like, mm, mean, because I literally had exactly the same. I mean, really? like, I wasn't that young, but yeah, I worked at uh, the clothes shop Monsoon. Oof. And I worked in the theatre and the pub. So I had, like, three different jobs. And I thought, oh, I could probably, like, do some kind of higher-up admin job at the theatre. Nothing wrong working in retail. We've done it for many absolutely years. Yeah, uh, Marks and Spencer's smells fantastic, doesn't it? The bakery, mm. the cookies. I used to go down there when I worked in House of Fraser and done drum and get half a chicken from the deli and eat that with a coffee. How would you eat the chicken with your hands? No, I'd get a knife and fork. Plastic knife and fork? I think they were stainless steel. Oh. Yes, that, they, this is Marks and Spencer's, that was baby. Celtic Tiger this times. Is, well, I think it was the recession, actually. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you'll allow me a bit more to speak about yeah. this. Weird jobs celebrities had before they became famous, oh, if you'll allow me. I will love to hear this. Okay, let's begin with this man. Dance. You like that move? Rod Stewart, friend of the show. Can you guess what he worked as before he became famous? It involves a shovel. He was a grave digger. You're damn right. Thank you very much. He was a grave digger. Unreal. In the UK. Okay, let's move on. Who do we have next up? Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hit. Sylvester Stallone. What did he work as before he became famous? Do we get a clue? <laughs> it involves a lion. I'll let you go, producer. Me. Zookeeper. No. Worked in the circus. No. Was a lion cage cleaner. He cleaned the cages. Where? In the circus? In the circus. Hey, I'm taking that. You worked yeah. in the circus. Okay, last one. Who do we have here? Thank you, Whoopi. You're very welcome. And you know what? Excuse me. I'll tell you in a minute. What happened? Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, which we found out in Nathan's News is called Whoopi Goldberg because she farts in public. Yeah, have a all listen the time. to this. That's Thank you, Whoopi. You're very Thank welcome. You. And you know what? <laughs> that is, that's real. It's quite rude as well. She had guests on that were speaking about 9-11 and she literally <laughs> lifted up her leg and farted. Like, that's not right. But Whoopi Goldberg, uh, she worked as a, hard to say, a mortuary beautician. So she put makeup on dead people and also a phone sex operator. What? Yeah. She said the money was great. And she would do it now, but people would recognise her voice. And she'd just be farting down the phone like that. I don't find this sexy, Whoopi. It's Chesto on FM 104. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Just making my coffee there in the kitchen. And they have Virgin Media on. And there was an ad for a television show that I cannot believe I haven't heard about until now. 
It's called Britain's Got Talent, The Ultimate Magician. Oh. It's just magicians. And Penn from Penn and Teller is on one of the guests as well as, as, well as David Williams. And... Simon Cowell? No, Simon's in it. What's the... What's Amanda the, Holden? Amanda Holden's on it too. I love magicians. They're my favourite part of talent shows when it's Ireland's Got Talent or Britain's Got Talent. One dedicated just to magicians. And it's not even on a normal thing. It's on Virgin Media more. So you watch it, I think, oh. whenever. Yeah. So there you go. Are you going to watch it? Fellow fans of magicians. Yeah, 100%. I love magicians. Claire, my girlfriend, if you're listening, we're watching it tonight. Oh! We're, we're, rush home from work, Claire. We're watching The Ultimate Magician tonight. Right, on the way next, Nathan, you want to share a lovely anecdote about your father. It's a father and Sunday. Yeah, we saw Martin McDonough's brand new play in the Gaiety, Hangman. But I want to speak about the day because there were some frustrations along the way. All right, let's have a listen to that after Ed Sheeran. This is Don't on FM 104. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Ed Sheeran and Don't on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Let me tell you how my Saturday went. I went to the theatre with my father, my old man, Dermot. Uh, We tend to go to the theatre when we can. You went to see a Bruce Springsteen thing before? Yeah. And he got quite drunk. What was the other thing you went to? It was your man, he's very famous. Oh, Nathan. Your man who is very famous. It was He was in the bar as well. He's a famous director. Oh, Roddy Doyle. Roddy Doyle, yes. Yeah. That was a strange evening because I thought we were going to watch a play, but instead it was just an intimate evening where Roddy Doyle was having a few drinks. There was a few sandwiches there. Oh, lovely. I brought my dad, and my dad wanted to go up to Roddy Doyle and tell him that they used to have picnics together when they were children. What? Yeah. And then my dad had a few drinks and then went over to Roddy Doyle and told him, and Roddy seemed very afraid. Okay, so how did it go? So Martin McDonough was in Dermot's sights then on Saturday for the, what's it called, the Hangman? It's called Hangman. It's Hangman. in the Gaiety. And uh, this is Martin McDonough's play, but he's not there. I think he just wrote it. It's very good. It stars Killian Scott. Oh, yes. Who used to be in Love Hate. Yes. So it was a matinee show. It was kicking off at two. So I met him on the dart at 12 o'clock because we were grabbing a little bit of lunch beforehand. He mm. bought the tickets, so I decided to treat him Beautiful. to some lunch. Beautiful. So I got on at the dart in Bray, mm-hmm. and he was getting on at Glenageary. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you can relate to this. When you're meeting someone on the dart and you're already on, you really should shoot them a message. By the way, I'm in the top carriage or I'm at the end carriage or the middle. I actually forgot to message my dad. So when we kind of went through Glenageary, I just see my dad wearing a thick woolly hat, an enormous trench coat. It was actually quite bright on Saturday. And I'm in the top carriage and he's way at the back. Oh, yeah. So I then quickly have to jump out onto the platform and start waving frantically at my dad. Dad, dad, I'm up here. He sees me, but he's too far away. Mm. So he runs a little bit and then he just hops on the darts. So, you know, we're going to meet each other at Sandy Cove and Glasshill, the next uh, station, the next platform. And then anyway, we arrive at Sandy Cove and Glasshill. I get off the dart. I'm going to run towards my dad. But then my dad has the exact same idea. He runs towards me. Then I stop to go on to the carriage closest to us. My dad continues on running (laughs) and gets on the wrong carriage and the doors closes. I'm like, my God. Anyway, on the dart, he tells me that he hasn't downloaded the tickets yet from Ticketmaster. I'm bad at technology. I get it from my dad. Right. He is appalling on his phone. And he's saying to me, yeah, I can't download these tickets. I hope that won't be a problem. I said, Dad, that is going to be a problem. You need tickets to go into the theater. And he says, oh, I'll do it when we're sat down having some lunch. So I said, that's fine. Okay. Then we're in the Sichuan restaurant, our favorite restaurant. I'm trying to order off the menu. But my dad continues to stay on his phone. And I said, Dad, it's quite rude. Will you please just get off your phone and let's have a meal and then we can sort it afterwards. But he was saying, oh, no, I can't log into Ticketmaster. I've changed my password and I don't know what it is. Disaster. I went, oh, my God, 
God, you've had a week. You've had a <laughs> week to download these tickets. You knew we were doing this. And I, I don't know if you find yourself, sometimes you get angry in front of your parents. Yeah, sometimes the role is reversed. I got really angry. I said, Dad, you've had one week. <laughs> I said, why are you doing this? I'm bringing you out for lunch and you're ruining this meal. And he looked really taken aback. And oh, then no. I felt terrible. Oh, yeah, I feel sorry for the I day, said, then. I'm really sorry yeah, about yeah. that. Long story, managed to update a new password so he could log into Ticketmaster. Then he forgot his new password. Then we had to do a new password. Then we did log into Ticketmaster and we got the tickets and we had a really tasty meal. But then something very funny happened. We walked from O'Connell Street to Grafton Street up to the Gaty. And you know that my parents have two dogs, Bo and Omar. Yeah. They're two Dachshunds. And when my dad ever sees a dachshund, he wants to go over to the owner. Mm. We'd had a meal and we'd had two beers and we're walking up Grafton Street and we see these two women that have a dog, a wire-haired dachshund. But Grafton Street is heaving full of people. My dad makes a beeline towards these two women who are walking in a completely different direction kind of creeps up behind them they get an awful fright because my dad has a thick woolly hat he's just had loads of duck matted around his beard and he says oh I love your dog I have two of them and then the dog starts frantically barking in his face and he tries to pick up the dog while the dog is barking I go dad you're going to get arrested and then we did go into the play it was very good but actually during the intermission, two people got up and left. Really? Yeah, it was really surprised Very by surprising. that. I would like, you know how Jack Whitehall and his dad does a travel show? Yeah. I want you and Dermot to go around just to plays. Virgin Media? Virgin Media more. Oh, <laughs> That's where yeah. we put you. David Guetta, I'm good on 104 Drive. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Tom Grennan on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I want to talk a little bit about Ed Sheeran. Let's do it. All right. You might have seen in the news that he has a docu-series coming to Disney+. Plus. It is called Ed Sheeran, The Sum of It All. And it's a first look into his private life because we actually, when you think about it, we actually don't know a lot about Ed Sheeran. We know he's married to... Uh, Sherry, I always yeah. get that wrong. He used Sherry. to write a lot of One Direction's greatest songs. I have a little clip of the trailer here. <laughs> you guys said, do you want to make a documentary? And I went, yeah, and it should be me in the studio. And we'll play the gig. That's not what the documentary is. Lost. It just took over my life. Every time something massive happens, I tend to write a song about it. Every song reminds me you're gone. I feel the lump on in my throat. Cos I'm here alone. I've never seen him cry on stage. Just dancing with my eyes closed. He hasn't had the time to process and be at peace with his thoughts. Time is moving so slow. So we are going to get a look at the real Ed Sheeran. It looks amazing. Can I just ask, I don't know if you know this. Go on. Is it, you're saying a docu-series, many episodes or a one-off? I think it's four parts. Four parts, okay. I believe it's going to be four parts. Might be wrong, but it's definitely more than one. It's not just a one-off documentary, okay. It's going to be out globally on the 3rd of May. And it covers, as you you said there, I think at the beginning they thought it was just going to be about the music. But it covers the sickness of his wife. She Mm. gets very sick. And two of his really close friends die, Jamal Edwards, who worked in the music industry in the UK. And Shane Warren, who is a cricket hero in Australia. I don't know what the connection is there, I'm sure, and that we'll find out. But he was really distraught after the death of those two people in a short space of time. And, of course, it's called the sum of it all because he's got albums plus, multiply, divide, equals and subtract. And he was doing an interview with Rolling Stone magazine and he says he has five more albums in his head Ooh. and he's going to use another category of symbols. So what other symbols are there out there that he can use? So he's already used the ones for uh, maths. What symbols are Maybe, there? Maybe uh, currency. Euro, sterling, Dollars, dollar. Yen. And Australian dollar. Or would it be like hashtag, forward slash, semicolon, mm-hmm. that kind of one? Could be emoji. Full, full stop. Could be futuristic emojis. And he said the last of the five will be a years-long project 
and it won't be released until after his death. Oh, that's a bit like David Bowie. Yeah. Was it Black Star? Yeah. Was the name of his one? So he'll die. We'll get the four, and then there'll be one ready to go, and they'll be released after he dies. Wow. Oh. Right, so uh, Ed Sheeran, The Sum of It All, released 3rd of May on Disney+. Plus. This is Calvin Harris, Rihanna. This is what you came for on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Baby, this is what you came for. Lightning strikes every time. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Set of lungs on him, eh? Lewis Capaldi on 104 Drive for Graham and Nathan. <laughs> this guy's going to America. So I'm going to Memphis and Nashville, and while uh, I'm, I'm big into country music, and Claire goes, have a Google before we go to make sure none of your favourite country artists are playing. I go, great idea. Yeah, Nathan Carter? <laughs> I Googled. I was like, gigs in Nashville, Memphis while I'm away. You'll never guess who was playing Nashville, right beside where I'm staying while I'm away. Next week. Melly? Lewis Capaldi. What? I'm sure I can see him in Dublin. Is he? <laughs> yeah, he's playing Nashville next week. That is very cool. But the reason we are talking about my holiday is because I got kind of spooked by a tweet I saw yesterday about a waitress in America complaining that Europeans only tipped her $70 on a $700 bill. Went mental how much she hates Europeans, how Euro- Europeans don't get it. And how apparently the base tipping is 20%. Mm. I'm happy I've accepted that. That's fine. But there are kind of certain instances where I'm like, do you tip or not? Someone, when you're getting a coffee, do you have to tip in Starbucks if you're going there? I'm renting a car and the hotel we're going to first has a valet service where the guy will take your car off you. How much do I give to him? Do I have to, How much do I give to the person who brings my bags up to the room? Sorry, I don't know why I'm just remembering this. I went to Vegas with my brother a few years ago and I think it was you that told yeah, me yeah. to bribe the person at reception. Yes. So we just had a random room, yeah. and I put in a dollar note in my passport, <laughs> yeah. and I passed it on and said, any other rooms available? And they looked at just the one dollar and said, no, no. Did you honestly just do a dollar? Yeah, I, like, <laughs> do you know when it's different money? It's so hard to know what you're giving. No, we gave $20, and they upgraded us. Oh, really? In the MGM, yeah, it was class. Right, so, Producer Eve, you actually found an American tipping guide for 2022, but I presume it's going to be the same this year. Mm -hmm. So, tell us. It says, I'm watching it, waiters. Yeah. 20%? It says more than 18%. Low low tippers give more than 18%, but high tippers give less than 20%. So, between there, yeah. Okay, so looking at 20%. So, bartenders, this is the big one. Okay, so, I'm at the bar. We're going to a honky-tonk bar. I'll mm-hmm. be getting, sipping on some Bud Lights. double denim. Double denim. How much, if they bring down some drinks, it's, uh, we'll say, I don't know, it's $15 for myself and Claire. How much am I tipping of $15? Yeah, well, my math ain't that good for it to work in between, but it says beer or wine, you should be giving more than a dollar per okay. drink. Uh, more than $2 for cocktails and then more than 15% for big tabs. Okay. So that's obviously if you have a big group and you're working around. So that's for low tippers. You're not going to have a big group. Graham. No, it's just myself and Claire. Yeah. Okay. Then high tippers, $2 for beer, 3 to 5 for cocktails and 20% for your big tabs. So you need to have cash need- on you. Like this is not with a card, with the card machine add tip yeah, for every this drink. This is cash. You need this cash, is cash on you. Okay. What if I get a taxi? Is there, what are they saying about cab drivers over there? Uh, ten. So, so low tippers uh, less than or more than ten percent, and for high tippers are giving more less than eighteen percent. Okay, so it's basically twenty percent. Twenty percent. Right, valet. I'm leaving the car off at the hotel. Yeah. This guy takes my. Ford Focus I think I've got Ford Focus Ford Focus I've got a Ford Focus Top down Uh, Maybe yeah (laughs) How much am I giving this guy Um, Around I'd say more than Or less than five dollars I think a low tipper Would give one dollar That's what they're saying I can't give him one dollar Sure he'll No you have to give more He'll get someone to take the the car Cab drivers are kind of scary In America And that's just from watching films Yeah Hollywood films They seem like they shared a lot So five dollars to the valet guy Yeah I might just give him twenty at the end yeah, maybe or just maybe a, twenty. No, at, at the, the start. At the start. Yeah, look do it at the beginning. Look after. He'll look after you. What if they expect twenty dollars a day then? <sighs> well, then I'll be broke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Finally, this is the big one. Mm-hmm. This for me. We're going to get to a hotel, and there's going to be some fella standing there trying to take the bags off me. I'll be no, no, I can do it myself. The bellboy. 
but that's their job and they'll stand at the door and they'll show us how to work the telly how much am I giving this person to get out of my room so they're saying four to five dollars per bag per so, bag yeah so ten dollars okay. okay yeah ten dollars yeah god I have to take out so much cash I gotta go to the post office tomorrow it adds on a lot doesn't oh, it oh god alright I need to go to the post office I've only got sixty dollars in cash that's <laughs> all I have we got a message in from Catherine yes. Graham I'm gonna need all the details on Nashville and Memphis in terms of car rental cause we're doing our honeymoon there in September well all I'll say is don't be worried when I come back, you're going to be sick of hearing of yes. my holiday. I'll Yeehaw. give you all the details. It's Amy, Hurt Like Hell, on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Taylor Swift on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. A proud American lady and Graham is off to Nashville on Friday but you're worried about tipping. Yeah, I just want some tips about tipping. And Jack joins us now. Jack, you were in Las Vegas a while ago and you noticed something about the valet tipping. Go on. We noticed that people who tipped really badly, their cars was left, I guess, in the sun. So when they got it back, it would be like a hot box Ooh. where there was good tippers and they get their car put in shade. They'd even whack up the air conditioning depending on how nice you are at all. Oh, that's lovely. Right. I feel like they're also going to leave an air freshener or something. Okay, so... Not far now. <laughs> the bad tippers have their cars left in the heat and the good tippers, they actually do look after the car as well. So, okay, so I am staying in Memphis for three nights. How much should I tip the valet person? And should I tip before and after? I'd probably give them $10 the first day. Yeah. And then a fiver after that. That's exactly that's what I was fair. thinking. It's only going to cost you 20 quid then, you know? Yeah, I think that's good. A fiver after that seems very cheap. Well, not really. You're looking after him the first day and he'll remember you. He'll be like, oh, maybe you only had a fiver. And then sure, but it's her day. You're gone. Yeah, exactly. You're gone. Thank you very much for that tipping tip. Appreciate that. See ya. No worries. You're good man, Jack. Any more tipping tips? 087-6797-104. It's History and Joel Corey on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. We got the 104 Drive Podcast With Graham and Nathan There's a little something something in the kitchen there You're all coming back with sweets Yeah, I ate what? a chocolate bunny What's going on in the kitchen? Where did these sweets come from? A few little treats in the kitchen Would you like one, sir? Neve brought me in a, a chocolate bunny here but Please, I, come on Is there anything better? I would like I'm, I'm I not the biggest fan of chocolate Yeah, you're a savoury oh, guy there's a marshmallow lollipop I'm getting that yeah, I'm going getting that. There's You're going to get that. Yeah, only one. I think Kevin has it. <laughs> I'll wrestle Kevin. Kevin from security or Kevin from news? Kevin from security. Well, I'll have to wrestle Kevin. So, half five. It is Ireland's biggest radio competition. It's coming to a near close. Oh, well, we don't actually know that for a fact. The mechanic. No, we're going. We're going to cut it off tonight. Are we? Yeah, yeah, we have to. Okay, we can't do it every day. But the mechanic is coming tonight. It is. What is Uncle Poppy's noise? Nathan's car doesn't start. We have a noise. Can you figure it out? If your answer matches the mechanic who's coming tonight to Nathan's house, you win a 104 drive beanie. It is kicking off on WhatsApp. People fighting each other for this beanie. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's mad. The scenes are wild. It's Ireland's biggest radio competition. Uh, Ella Henderson now, though, with Ghost. On the way next, we'll tell you how you can enter Ping Pong Ding Dong. FM 104. I keep you're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Can't, I can't say it because we already got yeah, given. I was actually. I'm so, I'm talk so about self-conscious it. about that. A few days ago, we got given out to by a listener at this time, actually, just before Ping Pong Ding Dong, for talking so much about food. Oh, I really want to say. I want to say something that you said during that song that made me laugh. Okay, very quickly, and then we'll stop talking about food. Okay? Uh, if Kevin is listening from Monday. Sorry about this, Kevin. We're talking about food again. You are eating a vegetarian curry tonight with chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for it. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. I'm going green, guys. I'm going green. It's a funny order, isn't it? I'll have the vegetarian curry with chicken. I'm please. making it myself. Are you? Yeah, it's that sweet potato uh, curry I make. The satay I don't curry. How you use sweet potato? I find it so difficult to cook. Well, obviously, not a good chef like me. Mm. All right, he doesn't guys. like that. Hey, I need you Stop to do something. Stop talking about food. I need you to do something. I need you to record this. I'm being actually serious right now. Can you record this on your computer? Oh, I have to pl- Can you do it, please? This second now. 
Yes. Okay. Okay, because we're doing ping pong ding dong. You're going on your holidays on Friday. Yeah. I've been trying to at home to memorize how you explain the game. Yeah. I'm failing terribly. Okay. Will you put on an American <coughs> accent? Yeah. Make it really clean and All snappy right. that All I right. can play every day when you're off. Okay, so silence. Three, two, one, go. Howdy, y'all. This is Ping Pong Ding Dong. This is where we get a 104 drive listener on to take on Nathan. I'll give them a topic. You've got to give me answers in relation to that topic. You go back and forth until somebody cannot answer, repeats an answer, or gets one wrong. If you beat Nathan, you go through to the Grand Slam final on Friday to play off for $200 or euro. Now we'll stop that. That was great. The only thing is, it's a little bit confusing. Why? Because you're not going to be the quiz master. Howdy, y'all. This is Ping Pong Ding Dong. There this is. is where we get a 104 drive listener on to take on How Nathan. That? I'll... That's 19.5 seconds. Is that all right? It's a bit too long, but it's fine. <laughs> That's the game. Right. If you would like to play today, two more opportunities to beat Nathan. All you've got to do is give us a WhatsApp with the word Ping Pong to 0876797104. Yesterday, Sam came on and I believe defeated Nathan. Mm. The topic was... Countries in North and South America. This is how they got on. USA. Canada. Mexico. Brazil. Peru. Argentina. Colombia. Venezuela. Uruguay. Chile. Bolivia. Oh, oh I'm struggling, guys. I'm against the ropes. Um, five, four, three, two. Uh, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> He's Damn it! Damn it! Out of here. Oh, I have to say, Sam was a great player. Sam is through to the Grand Slam final. Could it be you? 087-6797-104. The words ping pong. It's Dermot Kennedy on FM 104. There's lessons in love songs. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Miley Cyrus on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. That could be a good category in the future. Different types of flowers. Write it down. Oh, this is good, actually. <laughs> Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. I wouldn't know that many types of flowers. Come on, very quickly. Uh, geranium. Oh, 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 da- oh sorry. Geranium, me. daffodil, pansy, d- dandelion. Never heard of that third flower. Pansy. A pansy. Yeah. Yeah. What does it look like? It's blue, <laughs> purple, kind of ish. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard Yellow. of that. Yellow. Lavender. I don't like this guy. All <laughs> <laughs> right, this is Ping Pong Ding Dong. Uh, playing Nathan today is Jessica. Welcome to the show, Jessica. Hi. Hello, Hi. Jessica. Are you making your debut this evening? Yeah, I just had just finished dinner. Yeah. Oh, no, oh that's an early dinner. What did? You, oh, we shouldn't speak about food. <laughs> oh, we can give out. Oh, damn it, Je- Jessica. We did you hear Kevin on Monday give out to us for speaking about food? I did, what, yeah. Oh, what's your opinion Call me a Muppet. I don't think you talk too much about food. Nobody can. Thank you very much. What did you have for, what did you have for your dinner? Oh, Jesus. I made a creamy chicken pasta. Creamy oh. chicken pasta. What yes. type of pasta was it? Um, it was just like penne, I think. I love yeah. penne. Uh, was it you that cooked it? Yeah. Nice yeah. one, Jessica. How did you make the pasta? Because people make mistakes. What did you do? Um... I boiled it in um, hot water. Salt, and did you say salt, salt and water. water? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Okay. Thanks very much for that, guys. Really uh, riveting radio. <laughs> Jessica, you are on to play ping pong ding dong. I'm going to give yourself, Nathan, a topic. You've got to give me answers in relation to that topic. You go back and forth until somebody cannot answer, repeats an answer, or gets one wrong. If you beat Nathan, you'll go through to the final on Friday where you will play, so far, Sam, for €200 Euro plus anybody else who beats him. Right. Your topic tonight, Jessica, you are the guest you will serve. Best of luck, Jessica. <laughs> Towns and cities worldwide, beginning with a letter B. Okay, well, oh, God. Towns and cities. What is so difficult about that? Fairly simple. Okay. Capital cities. No, towns and cities beginning with the letter B. Okay. Jessica, off you go. Um, Brussels. Bruges. Berlin. Barcelona. Um, 
Bangkok. No, that's... Well done. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boston. Um... Five. Oh, God, I can't think. Four. <laughs> three. Two. One. Jessica, you're I did it! <laughs> I did it! I think this is the first geography one I ever won. I included towns because I was going to let you do, like, Black Rock and... Oh, my God. Ballymon. Yeah. Very What was... Producing Eve, was that confusing? No. Uh, towns and cities worldwide, starting with letter B. Very clear. Very clear. What makes a town? What makes a city? The people. You're oh. damn right. <laughs> right. Jessica, we appreciate you coming yeah, on. Thanks, Thank Jessica. you so Thank much you. for coming on. Enjoy the creamy chicken pasta. <laughs> and uh, come back again. Do, please. Okay. All Set right. us the recipe. Thank you. Thank Bye. You. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. FM104. Happy with that. <laughs> He's happy with that line. <laughs> you should never laugh at your own jokes, but <laughs> if no one does, you might as well. St. <laughs> John and Roses on FM 104. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. St. John on 104 Drive with Frankine.ie. It is Graham and Nathan Strap in. We are doing the biggest radio competition. Other radio stations, they'd be afraid to do something like this. They wouldn't touch it. What is Uncle Poppy's noise? Yes, Nathan's car won't start. He has the noise. Can you figure out what it is? If your answer matches what the mechanic says tonight. Yeah, the mechanic's coming over tonight. You win a 104 drive beanie. So many entries in there. You even met up with your friend Nicola today. Yeah. What did she say? What's wrong with Uncle Poppy? Yeah, see, the nation is quite upset about Uncle Poppy. I said we'll find out on Thursday's show because the mechanic is coming tonight. Let's hear the noise before we get a few more callers on next, Nathan. All right, we have a few more answers. Your last chance to enter right now, 087-6797-104. What is Uncle Poppy's noise? The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Uh, picking it up, loving I'm living, so we turn it up. Yeah, we turning it up. Ariana Grande on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. All right, this is going to be sad. It's the final time to enter. What's Uncle Poppy's noise? If you don't know, Uncle Poppy is my beloved car. I've had it for a year and a half. It is a silver Golf 2010. It's well looked after. A Max Benjamin lavender air freshener inside. I wash it once a week and I hoovered it the other day. But on Sunday morning, the car did not start. Have a listen to this. What's going on? Blue in a 104 drive beanie. So far, our answers. Linda has locked in the throttle slash EPC. Apparently, they're connected, but me and Nathan know nothing about cars. So maybe they are, maybe they're not. Declan reckons it's the alternator. Jordan says a compression issue. Andy says the timing chain. Oh. Dylan says it's an airlock slash fuel pump problem. Mm. They're the answers we have locked in. If you think you know what it is, 087-6797-104. If you're the first person to come to air and give the problem... A unique problem, you're the person to win the prize. Because we've had people giving out on WhatsApp saying, I've already said that. Some people are feeling very passionate about this game because they're upset to hear about Uncle Poppy because, you know, it's been through a lot. It's really caught the imagination of the listeners, this competition. Now we're joined by John. Welcome to Uncle Poppy's Noise. What do you reckon's wrong with Uncle Poppy? You need to top up your coolant in the radiator. That's a pretty easy job. Now, That's a cheap one. Just I, go to the garage no. and get some coolant. I don't know if there is any symbols telling me about coolant. Well, you can check your water your re, your water reservoir on the golf. You pop up the bonnet. I think it's like a, it's like an oval-shaped bottle. Oh. And you'll see if there's any coolant in it. If there's no coolant in it, that's what it is. Bob's your uncle. And, and John's the man. And that's why the red genie lamp came out on the dashboard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the red genie lamp came out. Oh, could be oil. That's oil. Could be coolant. I'm telling them it's oil, John. The, the genie has yeah, come. The and red one. The red, three red wishes. I've never had the confidence to open up my bonnet. <laughs> oh. Yeah. 
Johnny says he looks after his car, but he brings it for a car wash once a week. He's never Max Benjamin air freshener inside. It's just because it's clean. He's never put oil in it. You need, it. To, uh, you need it's e- either oil or water. It's one or the other. I don't know if it is. It seems more dangerous. It's not starting. It's pretty dangerous if you don't have any oil in the car. It's gonna stop. Yeah. Where do I get oil? Drop. You get oil in the garage. Get fully synthetic oil. What does it look like? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, here, get you think I'm messing? I genuinely, I've never bought oil before. <laughs> Go into the shop. Something of like the canisters for no. a barbecue. Oil. What's 5W30, yeah. get a bottle of that in. Fine. 5W30. Check it for the level down. of oil. 5W30. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Our chipper fat will do it. Look, I'm going to see what the mechanic <laughs> says, but thank you very much, John. John, you've been great crack. Thanks very much. I'm confused. Over. Right, so John reckons either the coolant or the oil. That goes what in. What does the coolant do? I suppose the coolant's down the car, does it? Make sure there's an overheat. The car didn't seem hot. 0876797104. What is Uncle Poppy's noise? Let's hear it once more. Oh, sorry. I wish you had told me. Sorry, bear with me. What's that beep noise? Afterwards, beep. Sounds like it's dead. Last chance to enter. It's Pink Pantheress and Ice Spice. Boys a Liar, part two on FM 104. Look like inside your heart. Is there any room for me? You're listening to the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Boys a Liar, part two. 104 Drive. Stressed out here. With Graham and Nathan, I'm telling you. My car, Uncle Poppy, is very unwell. The mechanic is going to check it tonight, but we're trying to guess what's wrong with it. I'm telling you, I'm loving this. Why are you loving this? This is <laughs> so honestly upsetting me. So shout out to my mechanic, Jay, who keeps messaging the oh, show. Jay. Who's given free advice, Nathan. I have to go. I have to pay every time I go to first stop Goldstown. Okay. We've got a WhatsApp voice message from Gary. It's eight seconds long. Let's have a listen to Gary. Can we hear actually Uncle Poppy's noise first? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. The messages are really frantically coming in. We're closing the competition to try and figure out what's wrong very soon. Here is, as you said, Nathan, here's Gary. Let's go. I've been told by Tom, the technician, that it's um, the timing belt is snapped, which doesn't sound good, to be honest. Now, hang on a sec. Oh, Stephen Foley, tech guru in this office, said that he could hear that the timing belt was still there and working from the recording. Let's have a listen again. Listen out for belts, belts, buckles and everything. I don't know what it sounds like. I hear a belt. Do you hear a belt? I didn't hear a belt. I heard a belt producing Eve. Do you hear a belt? I heard a belt. I heard that beep. What is that beep noise? (laughs) Right. Last chance to enter. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Sorry, I was going to say Navos, but then my hand slipped. Was that? That's fine. It's Believe Me on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. What are we doing? Oh, yes. What What am I doing playing this music? We're doing... What is Uncle Poppy's noise? It is Irish Radio's biggest competition. If you can figure out what is wrong with Nathan's car based on the sound, you win a 104 drive beanie. Nathan's mechanic is coming tonight. This is the sound. This is the sound. I will say Uncle Poppy Silver Golf 2010. Right, Lara sends in a WhatsApp voice note. Lara, what are you saying? Uncle Poppy's uh, problem sounds like engine oil. My daughter blew her engine on our Golf, and that's exactly what it sounded like. Oh, that does not sound good. I like the way Lara says Uncle Poppy. Uncle Poppy's... <laughs> sounds like the Brennan Sprague guy. Uncle Poppy, today's Uncle Poppy today. Right, let's move on. Leah joins us now. Leah... What are we saying is wrong? I think it's the piston rings are gone. Piston rings. I've never urinated on the car. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the oil scraper ring and then that would cause inside burn and the burn and the oil inside. Okay. okay, let's just settle down right now. I know nothing about cars. Where would I find a piston ring? Inside the cylinders, on the pi- on the pistons themselves that go up and down in the, in the cylinders. Big job, Leah. What do you reckon? Has this happened to you yeah. before or are you into cars? I'm a mechanic. Okay, so you reckon from that noise, boom, it's the piston rings. I think so. Big job? How expensive. Big job. Big job, big job. Valia! Inhale of breath, big job. Valia! 
I've looked after Uncle Poppy so well. I have, like, how has this happened? Leah. All cars, all cars. Leah, when he says he looks after, he goes for a car wash on a Wednesday because it's half price. I have a Max Benjamin lavender air freshener. Uh, but he Most he's, people he's, don't even wash their cars. He's never changed the oil. I don't know how to change the oil. They didn't teach me to change the oil. Well, Leah, we're putting you in. You are the last person to go in the competition. Lines are now closed. No more entries for What's Uncle Poppy's Noise. Tonight, Nathan, will see the mechanic and tomorrow, hopefully, we'll have an answer, an update and someone will win a 104 Drive Beanie. But, Leah, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Cheers, thanks. Okay, let's look. So, Leah is saying the pistons. Lara is saying blown engine. And then, finally, Linda says the throttle slash EPC. Declan, the alternator. Jordan, compression. Oh. Andy, timing chain. Dylan, airlock slash fuel pump. Oh, I am a good person. And John says coolant. Which is it going to be? Nathan's mechanic comes around tonight. Around this time tomorrow? Should I have an answer? If you have an answer, we'll reveal it tomorrow. If you have an answer, or if you don't have an answer, we'll reveal it tomorrow around this time. Should I think? share it on my Instagram to get followers? Yeah, maybe. It's George Ezra, blame it on me. On 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. God was blessed by the God. The 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Download it now. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts.